damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. Fair amount on the list you cannot see, some of it neurotic. Uh, yeah, let's just start with uh, seeing that friend again. Uh, last week I talked about there was a bit of an aftermath of a going away party where I had kind of a ethical dilemma about whether I should be mad at someone for doing the right thing the wrong way. And I ended up going uh, downtown last week to record with Deb, and ended up going to visit some other friends uh, who work downtown, and I went to go visit my friend Alex, and of course, who should I see but the friend who created the ethical dilemma. <sighs> Not Alex, a uh, different guy. But he and I kind of had a terse conversation before I uh, went to just go touch base with Alex and see how everyone's doing how he was liking his new position at a different job, so forth. I mean, just, you know, general catch-up-y stuff. Um, and then the moral, the ethical dilemma friend goes, hey, can we, you know, meet up and, and talk and, like, grab lunch? And I said, yeah. And he and I ended up talking, and we're, we're as cool as we're going to be right now. Um, you know, he apologized. He obviously picked up the tab. Um, you know, I was like, what? were you thinking what was going on? Um, he doesn't know. He's, you know, genuinely lost kind of in, in, in his own head and in the world right now. Um, I think I talked about that, I think like two or three weeks ago. Um, same guy, uh, just making bad life decisions that, you know, I, I can't live life for him. Um, and I won't give unsolicited advice, but you know, he did ask me, you know, what, what, you know, what can I do? Uh, not to make things better, but like, you know, to be better. And I'm like, well, I think you're stretching yourself too thin. I think you're creating stress. I think you're self-medicating. I think you need to find focus. Get rid of the obstacles that you're creating yourself, um, you know, that are stopping you from from being better. You're you're not doing yourself any good. Um, and he seemed to agree, and then I and then immediately did some dumb shit. I'm not not talking to him. You know, I'm not actively seeking the friendship right now. Um, if I end up running into him or if he randomly shows up uh, to my local watering hole, you know, I I'm going to be pleasant and jovial uh, and friendly, but I'm not going to actively seek out hanging out with him right now. I think he needs to get his shit together. I know I said that last week. And uh, I just, it's one of those, I I can't help him and I don't like the way he makes me feel when I'm around uh, him, like that powerlessness. Um, I, I don't like that, so I'm kind of removing myself um, from feeling that way and from being around people that make me feel that way. So that's the aftermath. Uh, let's see. Working on Knapsack. Yeah, let's, uh, something happier. Still haven't heard back from Peter, the main host of the Knapsack Improv Comedy Podcast, um, but I have started to put together different ideas for a new um, podcast logo for them. I, th their old one is dated and very, um, elemental, uh, in, in, not elemental, but very basic, uh, yeah, basic, um, you know, a lot of negative space and font work, which is, you know, usually my style, um, for kind of a first go at things. But, um, I really wanted to kind of stretch my legs and think outside of the box. So I've got a couple ideas that I'll going to be working on next week, uh, that'll just kind of sit and wait for them. Uh, it's a hurry up and wait situation with me and, and Peter trying to get like the talent together and figure out how it's going to work. It's been a couple weeks and I did reach out to him and he said, yeah, I'm working on things. I said, okay. 
and you know maybe when I'm done with them I'll I'll post online and um, see what he thinks and and see kind of what the, uh, the 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 baconeers think about like the new logos. Uh, let's see. I've also been oh working on Kathy Hammond. Man, I managed to sit down and write an entire episode yesterday. It was fantastic. Uh, almost a thousand usable words, uh, I say, and uh, I edited it down. Um, you know, for uh, emphasis words and you know a few syntax errors and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, writing an entire episode in one sitting was fucking fantastic. It was a great feeling for uh, not only me as a writer, but me as a uh, you know creator, kind of working for myself on on Kathy Hammond for the network. And it once again, like it, it was a great episode to write. It was kind of a moment in time in the narrator's life. Um, that once again, I, that episode, um, it's, uh, it's, eh, it's marked as episode two, but I don't know where exactly they're going to fall. Um, it's a bunch of kind of like very loose outline for the second season. Um, but I managed to not only, uh, push some character development, um, fill in some origin for the narrator, uh, and tie things into, you know, episodes from season one, uh, which I'm going to be recording with Kate later today. So super thrilled that, you know, it kind of all came together. It was very lightning in a bottle. Uh, Warren Ellis, you know, famously talks about how, you know, he, you know, when you have that kind of um, writing jag that, you know, you feel like a, a sex Tyrannosaurus high on meth that could shag the Christ out of nuns um, or whatever. I'm paraphrasing there. But yeah, I felt really good to get that done. And I cannot wait to write the next episode uh, working episode three, I suppose, um, and I'm going to be looking for some new talent for that episode. So, interesting, another new character. Uh, let's see, weird recording schedule, yeah, um, I'm going to be meeting with Kate. Um, Christina, co-host of Nerd Vomit, is taking her birthday off today, so by the time you hear this, it'll have already been her birthday, but happy birthday, Christina. Um, and then some inclement mother is going to be moving in, and I think it's going to affect the recording schedule, so... Um, I think I'm just going to eschew recording with Christina this week, uh, put up a, a Christian episode from NDK or Denver Pop Culture Con, and uh, just kind of, you know, bide our time and, and kind of relax. Uh, probably get some editing done at a Starbucks or something, but other than that, uh, weird recording schedule, I suppose. Uh, lastly, this gets into some neuroses. I want to talk about that I've been dealing with frustration really well. Two things happened at the day job that were very kind of semi-stressful. Um, one was a, a coworker who is known for like easily flipping from like happy to incredibly frustrated was complaining to me um, at the end of our shift as we were getting busy, of course, um, and he and I were both trying to get out of there. And he goes, I don't think people can hear the frustration in my voice. And I went, stop, we can all hear the frustration in your voice. It's not masked at all. Uh, even around guests uh, or customers or whatever you want to call them. You know, I was like, hey, man, like, wh where does your frustration, like, where does that get you? I said, does it make, you know, the job easier? Does it make other people work better? You know, do you like the way you feel? And he goes, no. I said, well, then what good is it doing? Um, I said, I'm frustrated. And I'm. this is like literally the tone of voice I was using. I said, I'm frustrated. But being frustrated doesn't provide a greater service to my uh, uh, work associates, to the people I'm serving, um, to myself. And 
it, it doesn't do any good across the board. And he kind of like, there was a light bulb that kind of went off. And he goes, okay, okay. And one of the other managers heard me say all this to this guy. And they were like, wow, that was really impressive that you kind of talked you down. You talked him down from these ledges. And I said, yeah, um, that's what I'm kind of paid to do half the time. So, I mean, once again, dealing with frustration really well. Now, on that note of saying what I'm being paid for uh, to doing, what? No, uh, what I'm being paid to do, I had an issue where for the last couple months, my paycheck has been wonky, and this last one last week was supposed to kind of even everything out, and it did. Um, but when I checked my bank account very early in the morning on Friday, my check hadn't appeared hmm, I wasn't getting paid. So I walked into work pissed, and I obviously handled it well. There was no reason to, like, flip out on anyone. I was going to see HR anyway about um, insurance enrollment, so I was going to talk to the HR person anyway. Um, but, yeah, I was very frustrated going, um, if I'm not being paid, then A, what are you people doing? B, what am I doing here? Um, turns out, uh, eventually, the, the mobile app for my bank went down for a little while, and when it came back up, um, the money had uh, appeared. It was a bank issue, not um, a day job issue. But I did want to touch base with the HR, and she goes, okay, I'm glad everything worked out. She was a little worried that maybe it was on, like, their side, you know, the company's side of the, the day job. Uh, I said, no, everything's, you know, worked out. Everything's evened out, and hopefully there'll be no more problems because that was incredibly stressful to... Because this was, like, the 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 paycheck wasn't going to pay my bills, and I'm going... I don't have the money to pay all my bills without this paycheck. Um, usually I'm not hand-to-mouth, but um, it's been slowing down at work, and I haven't been making that much cash, so I've been relying on my bank account and my checking, which is fine. Um, but, you know, I tend to rely on being paid in a timely manner. So that was frustrating. That was stressful. I, you know, was upset, um, but I did my job. I didn't call out like I threatened to. Um, I, you know... It was one of those, I, I had to joke. Uh, it was like I had to laugh or I was going to cry type of situation. And I handled it very well. And then, you know, everything worked out. And I felt kind of silly for, you know, freaking out when I should just went, okay, let's see how it works out at the end of the day, which is when I was going to pay my bills anyway. And it worked out, like I said. But yeah, dealing with frustration, well, I mean, once again, I haven't talked about, you know, post-Vatican II Doug, but, you know, pre-Vatican II Doug would have been just livid and angry and lashing out and you know what the fuck's going on and what the fuck are you people doing and why are you fucking me over and making it personal when it wasn't um it was a you know a couple hours of of snafu on my bank side and um everything was fine post vatican to doug just kind of went okay this sucks and i need to talk to someone about it uh, that can hopefully solve the problem, but other than that, I'm going to just do my job and try to relax as I grit my teeth and punch my jaw through the day. So, you know, there you go. Post-Vatican II Doug, in full effect, rocking out. Uh, Post-therapy has been great. So, um, you know, once again, still seeing the, the ripple effect of how to handle myself, how to handle my feelings. Do I like the way I feel? No. Well, then you know, try to snap out of it. Um, sometimes it's that easy. And it's not that easy all of the time, but it can be some of the time. So that's it. That's the list you cannot see. 
So from Damn, Doug's Get Mental Neuroses, I'm Doug, and from Damn, Doug's Get Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses all over the place edition. Good night, Internet. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.